Welcome back to Gamer Radio. We're just a group of dudes talking about new and current games and the games we like to play. My name is Trevor, and I'm here with my hosts Cody and Dom. Today we're going to be talking about the Star Wars Battlefront 2 open beta, and we're going to be talking about the new Middle Earth game, Shadow of War, that just came out. So, let's go. Right on, bruh. Let's do it. <laughs> so first off, we're going to talk about the uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 open beta that happened. Uh, Dom, you and I played this a lot together. We had quite a few nights. What are, what are your first impressions? It's an improvement over the first one. I can say that. But, I, I mean, I liked it. I liked it. It was fun. You? I liked it a lot better. You know, I mean, I, I put some, uh, I put a good amount of time into the first one. And uh, it was fun. It just, you know, I didn't buy it. Played somebody else's copy. It wasn't worth that much. Yeah, about it. I might. Yeah, we've covered that before, but the fr- I think that they've added a lot, like, and changed a, a lot of different things to make it. I don't know. It's just deeper. I definitely like how they added the classes back in because that was something that was missing really bad. Well, it's it's nice because you can, uh, you know, every time you die, you could just switch off to a different gun. Like you didn't have to. You're not stuck with the weapons you started with. What about your take, Cody? I didn't really play it that much, but it was kind of boring. I, I can understand. Like that it feeling. wasn't as it wasn't exciting as I thought it would. I, we 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 definitely got. I got well. I can't say we. I definitely got more hyped up for the trailer than I did for the game itself. The trailer was epic and it looked awesome, and then I was super excited. And when I did play it, although I didn't give it that much play, I really didn't. I didn't play it that much. I played like total of like maybe fifteen matches. That's about it, and that's splitting all the different modes, or the, the two different modes. So, like, the was it the uh, one I was super hyped for, I was kind of disappointed by, the Galactic Assault, the uh, Naboo map where you're letting the MTT, like, pushing the MTT as droids and stopping as Republic. So linear, so boring, so just not fun. I I don't want to, I can't, can't agree with you saying it's not fun. It's not like... It's not oh my god this is amazing but it's 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 cool and fun in a way that I'm playing Star Wars and it's not this it doesn't feel like it's a real huge skill based game like you can just kind of uh mess around or just play and have a good time. Oh yeah, that's what actually made that map starting to be fun for me because I just went specialist the sniper class and just proceeded to spray down people sniping which that was fun. Right, like it's nice because it doesn't feel like it needs to be a competitive game so you can just kind of casually play it. Yep, this is yeah, it's a fuck around game, but that's also the problem why I find get got bored of it quickly is cuz it just there was no seemed like you had to do this or like your effect on the game just didn't seem like it was too big. Then again, I wasn't that good. I don't th- I don't consider it a fuck around game. I think a lot of people take it competitively, not like professional competitive, but like I feel like they play with like they put their hearts into it, you know. Yeah. It's kind of sad, but it, I, I I don't know. It's just not that great for me. I was a little underwhelmed. It it definitely plays better, and I think that the class system is fantastic. They definitely had the right mindset. I just think the actual, I, it's the gunfights that ruined it for me. How so? That specifically was just it's the, the gunfights because it's just very. I mean, I get that it's Star Wars and everything's in straight lines. There's no bullet drop. There's nothing like that. But it's just like every gun's the same shit different fire rate that's what uh, it felt like to me again we were in the beta but i do understand what you're saying a lot of the guns felt really similar there, it's, they seem like the same they had the same they don't really have a spray pattern on there correct no it was it's, no it was a ra- no it was a randomized some guns that were really inaccurate are just a randomized spray pattern which is what i, I don't like about it but it just yeah it just seemed a little sterile all the gu- all the guns reacted the same way for the most part not all of them 
but the, the ones, the general ones, they acted the With, same way. Within each class, they acted pretty similar because Correct. there's a big difference between like the assault gun and then the specialist gun, and then obviously the uh, heavy and officer. They're all the guns between each classes acted differently. But within each class, I do understand what you're saying when they felt pretty similar. The officer, I would disagree, only to the extent that it shot two bullets at once for a pistol. Yeah, different fire I, rate. That's what I'm saying. The The gunfights were significantly all the same with different... All the guns are all the same with different fire rates. That's, so that's so all I got from it. There's not enough variety in, in yeah. how they presented. Yeah, because yeah, it shot twice, but it was still two of the same ki- type of bullet. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you die so fast anyway. Yeah, like it's... it's yeah. The one takeaway I had from Galactic Assault was the uh, variance of objectives in that game that was per- like kind of made it interesting. Oh yeah, because you're uh, initially you're escorting or defending, and then you're taking control of two rooms, like uh, not the room itself, but like a particular what was it a, a door panel, a door panel or something, and then and then it's like hold the throne room, like you have yeah. an area you have to do. Stuff I like. In. For that, I like the variance of objectives, but overall, what seemed to be like the main staple like game mode that's supposed to be hyped just didn't do it for me. But you know what game mode really did it for me? The Starfighter? Oh, God, yes. That was so much fun. And I'll be honest. I switched to a controller to do that, ga- to that, that game mode. I, I found that game mode so easy with mouse and keyboard because they have the uh, mouse and keyboard setup, so the mouse is like where your game initially starts. It's centered around. Right, it acts like a joystick. It, yeah, it acts like a joystick. So it made it so simple for I me. I thought I thought it was a lot easier because th- I tried both controller and uh, mouse and keyboard with the controlling of it, and mouse and keyboard is significantly easier. Yeah, that's really? what I was thinking too. That's really? a, that's actually rare coming from Cody too. See, I don't know, man. I I kind of disagree. Bro, the whole mouse and keyboard was like a week ago. I'm solid now. All right, all right. I'm putting up the numbers. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I just like the Starfighter Assault was just, it was so much fun. Like just hopping in a TIE Fighter and X-Wing or the A-Wing or the right. TIE. It's pretty the much bomber just was chaos tight. the whole time. Dude, that, that's I what I'm the saying. Bomber. The bomber's actually really good. Cool. It doesn't have amazing DPS, but you can shoot for days with that thing. Yep. And then not only that, it's got uh, both of the abilities really like the uh, Y ability. Uh, if you're playing their missiles and lock-ons or... The abilities just really meshed real well with the bombers. Like, it. I. I what does it do? The um the Y wing has a um the uh the up ability, the top ability on the Y wing. It was like an ion charge that slowed people down. So like, just you get it on like when the uh oh the fast ships. What are they called? It's the A wing interceptors, man. The interceptors. I, yeah. only, I only played the interceptors. I switched a bunch, but yeah, you get that on one of the interceptors. That interceptor's just screwed because the main thing for the interceptors it's freaking speed. So if you had an like, actual team comp, you know, if you actually worked like had a team that was gonna play, you have one of them, the the bombers sitting up top just fucking zapping people while you yep. have the fighters just going around fucking killing everybody, which would be nice. But you know, everybody it was it was chaos on the yeah, beta. It, it was, was total chaos. chaos. Well, I mean that's 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 a like Starfighter like game though. I mean it's an air battle yeah. slash space battle. It's, it's everywhere chaos. though. It's Look, fucking everywhere. It felt real good though. No, yeah, that's the biggest takeaway from this game for me is how great Starfighter Assault is. I freaking loved it. And it is still a beta. Yeah. I have a lot of hate for it, and it's mostly the gunfights. But to me, that's like seventy-five oh. percent of the game, in my opinion. My like, my biggest hate is if we're talking hates now, the freaking star cards and the loot box system. I every, absolutely oh, freaking on. hate it. I'm not gonna. Everybody's rant on doing it. it. 
Everybody's doing it. I know. It. I'm not. That's why I refuse to go into detail, but I fucking sucks. hate it. We talked about it on like two episodes now. Yep. Everybody's doing the crate system. I know. And well, nice. But you can, uh, the way this works specifically though, I mean, you can earn everything, literally well, everything you could spend money on. And even then it'd just be like upgrades. Well, yeah. Someone who plays a lot longer is going to have more stuff or someone who buys it right away will have stronger things. But I don't think it's enough to like really screw you over. I did read an article about the uh, loot system and the star cards and shit like that. It is going to change come multiplayer, I guess. It's not. You are going to be able to earn things via kills and not just random drops from the loot boxes. So, Well, the loot boxes are just there to spend the currency you get after matches. You know yeah. be cool? Kill streaks. That, I... That'd be pretty sick. I think the co- that that that's Star your Wars related. Oh, so what? It's Star Wars related, like, uh, um, fucking kill streaks. Hold on, can I throw? Can I can I advance that idea? Like you just have a bunch of like, like you have a bunch of drones just pull up in an army and they like they they run through the streets really quick shooting as many. Oh, people like as if can. you're playing as the uh, like the uh, droids and shit like that. You're yeah. like kill streaks. You could have like a set of droidicas just come out and start fucking shit up Aerial for you. Aerial drone that just goes up and gets a couple, like a helicopter well, kind of thing. Actually, they should just put just, in ults. They should totally rip. They should just do ults. <laughs> they should rip on every that would be successful fun. shooting game. But Cody, you just reminded me about something too. Uh, Galactic Assault, they brought air battles back on land-based maps, which is I was really pumped for, and it's actually... Kind you, of but you can't just choose to spawn in as it. You have to earn battle points. Battle points. Which and is so a, most of the time you're not really fighting other vehicles that I notice. Yeah, yeah. I know. You're just shooting the ground. I know what you mean by that, but... Literally. (laughs) But but (laughs) shoot... see them. They're too small. (laughs) No, you could zoom in as those. I know, I know. Yeah, I know. It was really easy. I got a bunch of kills doing it. I just didn't take... Honestly, I didn't take the game as serious as I was hoping I would want to. I I played it, played a couple of games. I was like, eh, I don't really like the way it feels. I don't like it. You know who should get their hands on a Star Wars franchise? Bungie. Yeah, I think Bungie would do a good job. They would just Halo that shit up, just right? Like they no. did with That's Destiny. what I want. I want Star Wars Halo Edition. <laughs> but I, I don't so think you just so. Just want to hit fire more? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Bungie's <laughs> Bungie's really well at just creating their own universes. We should let them just keep doing that. Nonetheless, the game was a little, in my opinion, lackluster. Same. Some, some people probably fucking loved it. Great for them. Good for them. Enjoy the game. I'm sure it's gonna sell well. It's Star oh, Wars. It's gonna sell well. I would pick it up for thirty bucks. I would definitely Same. probably not do that, but that's just me. There's too many other good games out there that are going to be way, way, way more worth the money. Actually, I see myself probably picking up like next year sometime. Yeah, it's, de- it's definitely a, a it's, down the line. I'm thinking $15. I'm buying it. Oh, no, I'm like $30 with DLC shit. Ooh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's different. Yeah, yeah I, I would pay 30 for Season Pass, like full but, unlocked yeah, edition. Yeah, every like, whole game, 30 bucks for the game, DLC with the pass and everything. Non-game of the year edition, whatever they want to call it. Well, yeah, whatever they want to call it. That that's basically comes with everything, 30 <laughs> Saints bucks. Row did their game of the year edition as game of the century. Oh. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. yeah, but Saints Row just, mo- like, at times just mocks the industry at times. Oh, and you I fucking love know the it. Saints Row games. They're so much fun, especially the last one that came out. You can just run up buildings and throw people on. It's great. It's great. Uh, yeah, I I played. Uh, it was a free game on Xbox a couple a few months ago, and I just downloaded. It, and so now it's just, and I'm not fully tired yet. So I just boot up my Xbox, and while I'm in bed, just play a couple missions and go to bed. I think when I um when I get my new setup going for streaming, I think I'm gonna hook up my Xbox to it again. Start right. maybe play some console every now and then. Okay. I'm probably gonna get World War Two. Uh, if my buddy from work 
buys it for me for my birthday like he said he was going to, I'll probably end up playing it. I'm probably going to buy it. Was that his uh, incentive to get you to play it? Yeah, that's my that's his incentive to get me to play it with and his friends. He's got to buy that game for me. Green Man's got the season pass for it for 70 bucks. Too bad I can't use any credit card with Green Man. Why? Uh, well, Never mind. My, we won't talk about that. Yeah. Um, Let's get into personal details here, guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll probably buy Call of Duty for sure. I'm uh, well. I'm not for sure about it, but I'm leaning more towards the sixty-five percent chance that I'm gonna buy it. There's too many big shooters coming out. But when I do buy it, it won't be till I move. So it'll be closer to February when I'll buy it. It'll be later. Okay. It'll be later. Maybe. But you're getting it for one or the one? Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting it for PC probably if he buys it for me. So uh, I know it's not a PC game, bro. I know. You could still play it with a controller. Yeah, but the the there's not going to be anywhere near as many people, and that's just not where the community is. You just don't do it. Yep. You don't do it. Taboo. It. Uh, hey, I'm. It's a free game. Like, I'm not. It's like playing Skyrim on console. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> it worked real well on console. Not anywhere near as good though. No, nowhere near as good. But I yes. mean, the modding community for the PC version of Skyrim is. Just fucking nuts. It is. There's thousands of mods for that game. Yeah, there's enough mods so you could break the game permanently. It will never boot up if you try and install too many. Oh, so I, had, I had like 180 of them installed at one point in time. Yes, and That's it ran so fucking unstable. That was fine. No, it, it ran unstable. There was some weird shit for sure. But it was <laughs> unstable as fuck. You know I'm right. I, I just, I disagree. But I've switched the mods so many times because I've installed Skyrim several different times. But let's uh, all right. Let's take get it, take it take it back to Star Wars. No, no, no. I would say all right. Let's 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 let's, let's go to the better side of this episode. Oh yeah, the actual game that we actually loved and actually care about is Middle Earth: Shadow of War. It was fucking amazing. I loved it, Trevor. You fucking you Dude, haven't I, you've I, you've seen more Shadow of War than you have sleep and work in the past like week and friends and yeah everybody yeah, yeah. <laughs> how many hours are you at in that game already? Um, close to forty. I pr- I pr- He's at thirty-seven. I checked. Thirty-seven. Okay. Dude, dude, you've played almost a full work week of that game within a week. While, yeah. While also doing a full work week. You working two jobs, bro? <laughs> You getting paid to play this game because that'd be pretty fucking awesome. God, I wish. Honestly, I just wanted to knock it out uh, before we started talking about it because I I wanted the full experience. And see, I thought about it. I thought about grinding it. I thought about grinding with you, and then I was like, okay, I really don't want to release an episode with spoilers on the f- week after it came out. Oh yeah, no, I mean, I don't even have to talk about spoilers. Just the the game content itself. Yeah, but it's too long from what you're telling me. It. Honestly, I mean, and I, I tried crushing it a little bit. I did some of the side gathering and stuff while I was playing. That was probably just a couple hours total of my time, though. So I'd say it takes at least, you know, somewhere t- between 30 and 35 hours to beat it. You get your money's worth for this game from what I've been reading and experiencing. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And and the online stuff they added to it, being able to avenge other people that were murdered by orcs and uh, siege their castles. That is super cool. I just unlocked that ability to siege other people's classes. Haven't done it yet. No, castles. And you, uh, when you do the online missions, there's like a separate currency you get. Um, I think you get like 50 for Nemesis missions and then 200 for the castle sieges. But uh, every, t- every thousand you get, you get um, like a special loot box. Because, yeah, they're doing loot boxes. Dun, but, it's, dun, dun. but it's one that it would have like really good gear in it. Ugh. Don't tell me these things. 
I mean, honestly, the I think they did loot boxes just fine. Because you have to spend real money, but the things you buy with it, they're like it just it would take a really long time to get half of that stuff. With how many people are using them, if you fuck up the system, you're you're an idiot. Yeah, it's it, pretty simple. You make them purchasable with money. You make an in-game currency. You get chests either way. You get different ones for different kind of currencies. Done. And you can earn everything. Done. Either way. Yeah, I know. You can earn it. It should be like that for every game. That was my yeah. biggest argument with... I forgot what game we were talking about in the previous episode, but that was my biggest thing with it. Anyways, it's an awesome game. Continue so, what you're saying. I think one takeaway from this game and how fucking awesome it is is the revamp of the Nemesis system. Oh yeah, it's so Holy they shit. they it, they definitely took what they had, like bones, and gave it skin. Like they they made it way more in depth. I feel. Well, it was bones. They gave it flesh and skin. Like the from my take on it, you, like it's it definitely adds another layer to the game. Like a whole another. It, it really makes you think about things too. You're oh. not just. It's not as simple as just. I'm gonna fight this guy. I'm targeting yeah, the this first, guy. The first one was like, oh. This is where he is. This is might be some of his weaknesses, but the first one, it was really go easy. Him. Just go in guns blazing. This That's one, it. it's worth it to scout out the area or something like that. But I've already had the problem. It's like, dude was like weakness to beast fodder. Weakness uh, was Morgul fries or fear from uh, Morgul fries or flies. Flies. Fries. He doesn't like those those fries, man. Let me tell you. Flies can't you talk here. You brought me this for lunch. When you Fuck come down me. to <laughs> burgers, Mordor, like you just <laughs> you don't. <laughs> you don't get the fries. What would those, flies, what, what would those fries, fries be at Mortar Burger? <laughs> like Murder Burger? <laughs> Murder Burger. <laughs> they probably say it that fast just so it sounds brutal. I want one of the Murder Burgers. I wish I could do an orc voice. I wish I could awesome. too. Oh my god. I, I I love the orcs too, dude. Their personalities. Their their dialogue got so long on some. Oh of them. yeah, some of them. I was really just like, dude, shut up! Yeah, like, no, I've, you've been yelling for four minutes already. I, like, I've, let's fight. I, I've come down to him like, I'm gonna kill you now because you wouldn't shut the fuck up. To be to I, be I, fair, like thirty seconds is the longest. But yeah, it's not that bad. But it's still it's still it seems like a lot when they're when you're used to a one phrase punch like line. a one liner. Yeah. Oh, what you know? It's even worse though. Have you have you gotten to the fu- uh, point where you do castle sieges? Yeah. Okay. It's worse when you walk onto a point and there's six of them and they all have something to say. And it and it jumps back. And it just they did it on the last game too. One. I was just like, okay, how? I came here to fight one guy and seven of you are here. What's going on? I think it's pretty cool too because some uh, for some of them a grunt will jump out in front of the captain and he'll be like, oh great, now you pissed him off. Now he's gonna kill you and probably kill me. And like, I just I've not experienced that. Yeah, dude. So grunts will totally jump out in front. Of uh, whatever officer you find, and they'll just give a short little bit about it, because um, some of them can't talk. I got one that only grunted the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I forgot that one guy with that. His name's something something one word. Yeah, he just he's Is like vengeance. Dude, I got I killed guys. I till I killed one guy earlier that was like just talked in poems. I forget the the rhymer or something. The the, rhymer. It was just everything. He's actually he was hard for me. I don't know about when you guys fought him. Oh, he was a bitch. He was a ranged asshole. I've avenged you guys every time. By the way, every time you die, go and kill that motherfucker. Oh, don't worry. You got plenty of revenges for me. Yeah, I know. I've only had one for Trevor. I've had like four for you already. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen either of your guys's yet. Really? Yeah. Go back to the older ones. Like go back to the. The um, go back to like some of the first um cities that you were in. Oh yeah, like and the, then and then go look at him. Yeah, like see, because we're still on earlier games. So like, if you go there and you look up 
uh, some of the ones that killed us. You'll see them there. They're little orange ones. I'll probably murder them. Yeah. I did hit level cap, which is 60. 30-something here, so... you can. I just hit 30. But I've done a lot. See, what I did, I didn't do... Like, you're doing the whole... Which I am going back and doing. I cleared the area. Yeah. See, I didn't clear the area. I was doing straight storyline just to try and finish the game quickly. And I was like, I'm not going to finish this right away. I just need to go back and do everything everywhere. Just like the original one, I'm very systematic. When I get a new area, lock everything, go to go get all the um, artifacts, then all the words. Hit, hit the outposts. Yep. I, I mean, I do the basic stuff. I just didn't do all of the... Like, I didn't do the poem right away, which was still really cool because I got higher leveled, and then I went back and did it, and it gave me an equally as high level item. Yeah. So it was really cool. So I was actually I th- I found it better to wait because if you start off early and you get the poem and you're like level five you're gonna get a level six armor and you're stuck with it. When no, you you're can, not. You can upgrade that stuff. Yeah, you can upgrade it, but then the, they get capped. You can't just upgrade everything. No, no. The legendaries that you get um, that drop at your level when you get them. Yeah. If you hit the upgrade, they instant. If you get the upgrade, they instantly goes go to irrelevant so equally. They, they don't. They don't go to sixty. So it's whatever the level of the quest on there says. So like some of the earlier ones, you get ones for twenty and forty and, and sixty. Yeah. So when you do that, it levels up to that level, and I haven't done this yet, but I'm pretty sure you level 20 to 20, you'll, then you'll get a level 40 quest, and then you do the 40 quest and the 60. I feel like that's probably how it works. I haven't done that, but I've gotten some 260 already. Yeah, and actually, I've gotten higher than 60. Well, my, my weapons are super high level, though. All my, my armor and everything's super high. It's higher level than I am. Dude, so one like thing... Like, it's way higher. Way, way, way Yeah, higher. I've got something level 62, and the cap is 60. But see, it's weird. I think I'm ahead of you on the story, but I think you're ahead of me on levels. That might make sense. So It's weird, though. But it's cool. It's totally cool that you can do that. It's. It, I do like how it's slightly not... It's still... It, the storyline's a little bit... Li- uh, it's still linear, but there is some variance uh, to it. it. Everyone's mileage uh, varies. It's written. It's It's not linear. Like, there's, there's the main story that is... Doing the stuff for you know with Calibrimbor, um, taking over Mordor, but there's all the side quests like for Shalob, and you've met Bruise, like yeah, yeah. I see. It. I know what you're saying. And like when I did it, like I realized that it's not linear because I got to a certain point where there was no more quests in this area, but that's where the last one was, and I could go to two different locations and do the quest, and it's going to show me two different cutscenes from where I'm at. Yeah, so you could take different routes. Yeah, there's that. Every, of course, there's like a center plot, like the main, because it's going to end the same way, right? You, you take different routes to get there, different times, I guess, but you still play the same thing. But the end game's the same. From it's long from what you're saying, but it's still the same. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it definitely has a A to B finish, if you will. There's just all the you. I mean, you might as well call them side quests, but they're they're all their own quest line. And uh, yeah, the basically the ones for Calibrimbor, you get to a point in the story where you get to the en- the last mission for that, and it warns you like. Make sure you do everything else first before you continue. You know, it gives you one of those because you you know you're getting towards the end of the game at that point. So yeah, just do everything. By the way, so it's worth it. It's definitely worth it. Yeah, do everything. Take your time. Don't rush to beat the game. Take the time. Finish everything. Do all the side missions. Do all the side quests. And I got about twenty five percent in. And I was like, I got to go back. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to just try and beat the story because not only am I going to be low. I start. I started noticing it where they they make it almost to where like you don't need to do all the side stuff but it will make your campaign a lot easier. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I wasn't doing it at first. I was just in the story and I started to see these uh captains that were getting they were like 15 and 20 levels above me. Or not uh, they were like 10 to 15 I, levels above me and I'm like holy shit like how how am I fighting these guys already? 
when I'm so low ranked. And if had I gone back and did all, or when I went back and did all that stuff, all the side quests and everything, I started leveling up and understanding why. At that point, if you had done everything, you would be equal level. Yep, yep. And I, I never ran into the problem. I think just in uh, Gore, what's the uh, castle's name by Mount Doom? You're talking about the area in Gorgoroth, right? Gorgoroth. I don't, I don't know what the castle's name is. Gorgoroth. Gorgoroth. But, but yeah, it's in Gorgoroth. Hey, I thought it sounded I, like that guy. You did. You did kind of there. Um, no, I just ran into like the uh, one of the, uh, what is it, war chiefs. Like the last war chief I had to kill, I was like 36 and he was uh, 45. And that was, that was an interesting fight because I wasn't more powerful than him. Very long fight. Hey, you know, I can tell you something though. You guys have done the Coliseum battles, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so those are awesome. Um, I was doing the one in Minas Morgul is because you have to do all three of those to uh to get a particular skill. Lets you like revive your dead captains and stuff. Pretty cool. Ooh. Yeah, they can't gain levels after you revive them though, and they lose five levels instantly. But ooh, I uh, I I basically took one orc. He was like level thirty something, and I was you know pumping him through all three of them because he you know he gained levels from doing them, and uh the battles get harder and harder. He was level 36, beat a level 48, all on his own. All right, so I like, like it. So like, I remember we were we were playing pub when he was uh when he was doing that because he was just like, what the fuck? I you weren't on no. Discord, but I heard him through your mic. Yeah, nope. I remember what you're talking about because I stopped playing PUBG there for a second and looked and you're over. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, and, that was it was a surprise. I took him all the way from the bottom to the top. He never lost a fight. And his, what, I don't remember his first name, but he was an armorer. Okay. So, Any, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, anyone run into, uh, have you seen um, Silicon Valley, Cody? Yeah, I've seen all of them. Have, do you know the, uh, I forget his, uh, Kumal, or I think is his first name. It's the uh, dude that pl- uh, he's, uh, plays the Pakistani, kind of. Okay. Um, He voices an orc in that game. Yes, what? he does. Yes, yeah, he does. He voices an orc. And he's the weirdest sounding orc out of all of it, them. He is. He speaks very strange. It doesn't fit in, but it's funny. No, it doesn't fit in at all, but it was so... Like, I'm sad that I ran into that guy, like, that orc, within my first minutes of the game. Like, it was within the first hour of gameplay I ran into that orc. You'll see him around. Just make sure you dominate him. You know, I, I thought... I, did, I couldn't dominate him at that point. I know, I know. I thought it was... Uh, <clears throat> what I thought was a really cool part about this game is that when you, unlike the last one where you couldn't go in guns blazing, you know, you can just go in there and fucking dominate easily. Kill everybody super easy. just takes a while sometimes. But with this one, I noticed that, like like you said, scouting out the area really helps. So it's actually, like, you go to the city or you go to the little, you know, the little siege or area and, or even just where a little the, fort, any, wherever they are, wherever the mission is, yep. right? Where the keep is, whatever you want to call it, the castle. Uh, You know what I'm talking about. The outpost so you and get, shit like that. Where there you the, go. So yeah, you yeah. get to the outpost and you see what 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 the situation is. But you notice like some streets are more crowded than others. So if you're going to be stealthy, this is the route you should take, and shit like that. Like you actually have, it, it's just more in depth. It makes it more fun. A Dude, whole other I, aspect. I slaughtered one of the orcs because I like poisoned all the grog barrels. Uh, called in like this was a uh, few hours in gameplay ago from where I am now. It was an easier outpost. But all the grog barrels were poisoned. I summoned a couple Kragors. Karagors? Karagors. There you go. There you go. Karagors. And then I stealth dominated all the archers around. So, like, right when the Karagors got there and people were drinking the poison grog, I I activated the um, 
uh, archers and just I didn't touch anything. I waited a couple minutes and killed them. It do was so great. Do you have the ability where when they drink from grog, they blow up? No, no. I, I, <laughs> I don't have that ability. <laughs> they already die. Why do they right. gotta blow? Now they're gonna blow up. They blow up and it spreads the poison. I have the poison where like I have the one set up so when one hits him. The next person that he hits gets poisoned, mm-hmm. so suddenly the whole camp is poisoned and fighting each other. One thing I didn't like about the whole poisoning the grog was I didn't like the ability to where you can just aim and click Y. And oh, that's from the first one. I, I know, yeah. I know, and I hated it in that one because I feel like to truly get into the the stealthness and you know the ability to do that, you should always have to pour something into the grog. I feel where I, I or at least make it to where he teleports there and pours something in there, not just click and it instantly poisons i i agree but i disagree because i feel like if uh if you didn't have that ability most people wouldn't do it very much because yeah the game is based on like you can be stealthy or not but actually getting in there to those crowded areas to poison them is really hard it's it's just a lot easier to go and beat them up at that point so i i i think it's your point I think it's not necessary but it's it's kind of a quality of life thing for actually doing the poisoning so, going to change sub back to Nemesis system a little bit here, but anyone have their sword broken yet? Yep. I haven't. Oh, it's frustrating as fuck because I always destroy, I always up to that point destroyed the sword, like the sword I just upgraded from. So I always destroyed it and then I realized your sword can get broken because I, what ended up happening, I went to go take out a super hard war chief, uh, so already celebrating my freaking death. Right, right. He, well, he breaks your sword when he kills you. Yeah, he killed me. What was rude about this fight is I had, like, I some uh, went to go kill this dude, and then out of nowhere, two, he was an Olog, so one of the big troll guys, that kind of a bitch to kill, different tactics, and fucking two more showed up, and I just got my ass handed to me, and then the cherry on the top was, is as I died, he takes my sword and fucking breaks it. I was so pissed. You know the easiest way to kill an, Ula, an Olog, right? What? Pin them. Shoot him in the leg with an arrow. Pin them. If you never do that, I realized. Well, I realized last game too. Like, it's a huge, huge thing to be able to pin them, especially when they're fast as shit. You know, like oh yeah, and like you realize, like man, I've been chasing this guy for about two minutes now. I'm pretty sure I should do something else. I'd shadow strike him to get close. Same. Do the same thing. Also, shadow dominating one of the most useful things you can do. Yeah, because, super OP. Uh, it's well, especially like if you're getting your ass handed to you, just go shadow dominate one of the archers or something. Get yeah. your health back, run back in. Because I, I had a, I had a. Oh my god, one of the forts towards the end of the game, right? Fucking, my castle was just getting screwed. I were like eight different captains, combination of captains and war chiefs on one point. All my dudes were dead, and I'm just sitting here trying not to leave the point because if I do, they take it. And so I'm just literally shadow dominating like everything, just boop, bumping around. And then I ran out of elf shot. And then uh, booping sort of around, booping around, you just booping around, just boop it. <laughs> yeah. I ran out of elf shot, and then I was yeah, I had to evacuate. They took it. It was rough. That sucks. The fact that like in the game though, you can lose the fort you took is fucking. I love it, but I know I'm gonna hate it it's once I get to awesome, that gameplay. And it sucks having to take it back because this same fight is the one I was telling you about glitched out on me. Where I, oh, I, yeah. I had dominated the last orc, but he had Iron Will, and it glitched in the middle of it. So his name and color went to mine, but he was still fighting me. And so then I ended up killing him, and then the, the battle never ended. And so I was like, well, I'm stuck now. 
I want to go to bed. It's late. I just walked off the, the fucking battlefield. It, I failed it. The war chief took over, but the nice thing is since I didn't die, he didn't get all of his war chiefs back. So I just literally had to go and siege the fort and kill him. I got it back real quick. Yeah. So, like, I love taking the forts, too, because Katie was watching me play. And uh, she's like, why is this so easy to do? Like, shouldn't this be harder? I'm like, I made it freaking easy. I went through the painstaking process of getting war chiefs as getting uh, war chiefs in, like, as spies in there. So they demolish the walls and they show up for the fight somewhere in it. And then killing all the war chiefs, and that's like this last fort I took. That's what makes it the easiest: is killing the war chiefs and the in the side missions, because taking uh, taking all the abilities away from the fight. Exactly. The itself. Yeah. Because yeah. I have yet to actually play like where I didn't kill all the war chiefs. I don't want to know how hard it's, it is. It's about as hard as it is to defend it. I mean, really, okay. you just end up fighting them all. But uh, pro tip: do the those uh, Coliseum missions because if you beat all three, you get another. A s- slot for one of your own war chiefs on defense. Uh, you're talking about the fighting pits, right? Yeah, the fighting pits. There you go. Yeah, do all three of those because you get a uh, upgrade for that particular area's castle, and it allows you one more war chief and the ability to either have poison mines inside of your fort or fire mines outside of it for the first assault, and they wreck stuff. Nice. See, my problem is though with that is every fort I've always upgraded as I took it in this last fort I took. I ran out of Meridian or whatever it's called. Really? I ran out of it, so I couldn't fully upgrade it. I don't think I've ever ran out. I've never run out. I've gotten with it. I've gotten under ten thousand, but I had fifty before I started, and that was when I got to end game. Well, what kills me is I spend the seventy five hundred and put the best walls. Yeah, always do that. Yeah, always do that. Significantly better than the first two. I unfortunately know I'm gonna have to grind some of that, get some of that currency, and grind it out slowly. Unfortunately, it's not hard to get, especially if you keep getting gear. Like I break down most of my gear. And that's another problem of the game. I the do balance, all of mine. The balance. I just don't break down all the purple ones. Yeah, I keep I keep the purple, and I uh, the ones I've upgraded, they're equal as level as me. Like the highest ones, basically the top two. I keep those. Everything else gets canned or see, scrapped, as I should say. See, I have this problem where I recruit almost everyone that I can, so I'm not getting gear. I mean, that's good. But no, you gotta time, kill some, man. You have to kill some. You gotta kill them. I I do kill some, but they're always the easier. I always also, keep the strongest ones. I was gonna say go for the higher level ones that are significant, not significantly, but a little bit higher. And I would, well, I don't know if like that's what he does, but like I'll kill the higher ones that I can't recruit, and then recruit all the lower level ones, and they upgrade anyways because of the perks that they have. See, you know what was fucking awesome because of how many times I died to this one war chief that I keep talking, this Olog that I just could not fucking kill for a while. Motherfucker dropped a legendary sword for me. It was fucking awesome. You guys issue death threats? Yeah, all the time. Occasionally. All the time. Death it threats are great. Especially when you get the uh, the other ability, it adds an extra, uh, what is it, like a submission for it. You get some good drops doing that stuff. Yeah. I'm excited to play in-game. Like, ultimately, like the game's going to be hours and hours and hours and hours. Multiple months of fun. Because I think DLC coming out and all that. And it yeah, they're adding a new area. Yeah. They're adding a mission where you can play as the elf chick. Yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. So my unfortunate problem is, is I know I'm not gonna complete this game. What? Why wouldn't you? Tell until before. I mean, I didn't finish Shadow of Mordor, but that's because I didn't well, start playing it until like five months before this game came out, and I took my time with it, and it got very cut and dry. This one's like so much more depth, so much more to do, so much more content. Oh yeah. So it's worth putting in the time, and it's definitely going to be... Like, I know Trevor's going to finish it before, or... Have you finished? No, you haven't finished it, right? I've finished it. 
completely. Ninety-seven percent done with all the s- the quest screen. Okay, so like he's already he's one session away from getting one hundred percent, and I'm probably gonna span that over probably like at least four months. Well, from our current point in time, my work week's coming up, and then so I don't get too much gaming in there. Yeah, and then we have Destiny too, and that's what I was. That's the was the point yeah, is I'm not gonna have the game completed before Destiny yeah, comes out. But it for sure, will be a I'm game. not either. I'm it not will either. be a game. I come back and finish though. Don't worry. Well, this is your single player. I got no one to play with, or don't want to play with other people. Game. Yeah, like, yeah. That's what I told. That's what I told him the other day. I was like, uh, oh no, I was telling Trevor. I was like, this is what I'm gonna go to after, like, we get tired of playing Destiny for eight hours, and I want to or. You know, if we're doing that, or we're doing a long game session, or we're we're, we're you're tired of getting bullshitted on PUBG or something like that. Yeah, I'm tired of fucking shooting guns for a little while. Who knows? Yeah, like, believe me, you can get bullshitted in Shadow of War too. Yeah, oh, yeah. for sure, for sure, for sure. But it's so not hard. as frustrating as you know, because you have an experience. And I don't want to say too much, but you drop in the first four buildings you search doesn't have a fucking gun. Yeah, that's the type of bullshit I'm talking about. But oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. get bullshit in Shadow of Mordor. That's happened to me. That's the reasons I've died. Can we just call it Shadow of War Door? Do I keep saying Shadow of Mordor? You yeah. called him Door. <laughs> can we call it Shadow of War Door? War, war Door. door. War Shadow door. of War Door. War Door. Yeah, Shadow of War. My bad. I keep saying Mordor. You do. You do. It's okay. It's very, very similar. They changed one word. They did. It's true. They both still say Middle Earth in the beginning. Yep. Well, they have to. They can't call it Lord of the Rings. That's true. Yeah. Better that they don't, I think, anyway. Yeah, Middle I think Earth is, as a whole is just way cooler. Absolutely. I think one of my absolute favorite parts about this game and that I didn't get, although I did love it in the first one, and even though I didn't finish the game 100%, I finished the story before I played the game. I watched it online, but I, I watched it. I watched all of the Right, you the got your precursor. Scenes. Yeah. And then they did a little slight prequel, I mean a preview in the beginning of Shadow of War, but... Is it safe to say that the storyline and the cutscenes in this are just bar not like they're just unbelievable? Like I get so wrapped into it, I literally get lost in the story and just like watching it's like watching a full feature movie for me. Mm-hmm. I get what you're saying there. I I do definitely like this the the cutscenes and things. I think compared to the first game, the story in this one is a lot stronger. Yeah, yeah. Mind you. Like, the whole time, all the characters that you're experiencing and, and dealing with, like, since it is a made-up story, it doesn't, f- like, it feels like it fits in the Lord of the Rings universe, but at the same time, like, it it literally feels like fan fiction. Yeah. No, it does, especially well, with... Well, it technically is. Right. Ex- would, yeah. Especially with is. our friends over there keep on talking, we know a little bit more, and you're like, know about the uh, lore and stuff, and you're like, ah, this this doesn't fit exactly right. Well, no, 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 it's not that. It's the things that are made up are obvious. And then, like, but so far, like, I played it with Danny a lot, and he knows a ton of Tolkien stuff, and everything matched up, like, with the the lore. There's only one time he's like, no, no, that's totally false. But then he thought about it, and he was like, actually. Because it states that the, the Black Gate in Mordor, the gate itself was built by Sauron, like, himself, he built it. But the, the towers on the side of it were not. And so, like, he he just backtracked. He's like, oh, yes, everyone totally built that. So everything matches up, lore-wise, save for the things they invented. Which you got to. You you kind of have to. Yeah, no. It's not I, a, it's not a, you know, Tolkien. It, yeah, it is, but it's not. I think if they it's made it It's a nemesis system with a Lord of the Rings skin. Yeah. Yeah, that's what the game is, and that's what makes it fucking great. I, I think if they made it canon, it would, it would fit 
from my knowledge. Like it, it's a very small subset. Doesn't have a big impact on anything outside of it. So it just kind of it's a story. It's but it's awesome to watch, and that's my main thing. Like I had a great time. I I'm having a great time playing this, and like you get a couple hours in, and you get finally get to that long cutscene. You're like, all right, this is like this is cool. No, I'm, it, I'm, it almost like boosts your like. Like morale, you're like, man, I'm getting tired of playing right now, and then it just comes on. You're like, all right, I gotta do this. I've now. got a new mission. Yeah, I've got. Let me tell you though, get your fill, get your fill of it before Act Four. Act Why? F- Act Four is end game. It's called the, just the Shadow Wars, and it's literally. This isn't really story spoil or anything, but you're literally just back I to know, back. I know what it is. Def- so. Defending the keeps, like every single one. Um, you defend them multiple times, and then eventually, when you get to the end of it, you get like the true ending. Because it, there's so much time in between Act Three and when Four ends, it doesn't feel <laughs> like it feels like you finished the game before that. Yeah, that's why I've been reading online with some reviews. So, like every Lord of the Rings movie, it, you'd say it has about what ten, fifteen endings. You got a point. The books are that way too, though. Yeah, they all. They, there's so many endings because it's so many ends to close up. Mm-hmm. I mean, Game of Thrones has a hard time, but they have nowhere even near anything on, you know, Lord of the Rings like. Well, I guess so, because they have a lot more content, but it, it's okay. They go about it in, in vastly different ways, but, but con- you, considering, you get the same concept, Yeah, though. considering the size of the Tolkien universe, it definitely has a, has set the bar. But Which I think would be cool, like especially when we do our collab episode. I think it would be cool to talk about what's real, what wasn't real, what was good. Well, like what they see out of the game and as not playing it, you know, the full 100% are actually going to grind through it like we are. Like, you know what I mean? So, can I can I ask you guys' opinions on the characters? Sure. Which ones? Uh, well, I've got a couple I want to mention, but first let's let's start with the with with Shaylab. How do you feel about Shaylab, the Spider Queen? It was too short. Like her involvement? Yeah, way too short. Because well, I was really interested in that interaction. Yeah, because she she's awesome. Yeah, it was way too short, and the fact that I'm already um, I'm I'm not as anywhere near as far as you are. And well, her her whole storyline's pretty yeah, much her, over. Her quest line's not very far. Your interaction with her ends when you get the ring back. You, yeah. you start being able to create your army. Which kind of sucks. I know. But she hey, was but an interesting. At the character. same time, do you gather the web of fate things in each area? Oh yeah, I, finished, I do all of it now. I finished the web of fate. Yeah, finish the web of fate because then you get an extra cutscene that involves her. So right. we'll do. But if uh, I haven't already, I haven't. I, I don't know exactly what I've finished. You what would I just know. Play. Okay. You would know. And I haven't seen it yet. But um, I think she's as a character, she's really awesome. Like they did a good job uh, taking her from spider form to human form, and uh, she definitely creates it, fantastic production value, dude. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. Like it's fucking dude. awesome. Like it literally, it's like someone was directing this shit. You I know? know these guys that made the cutscenes. If they almost wanted to do like an animated Lord of the Rings, I would totally watch it. I'd watch the fuck out of it because it's so well done. Have you ever saying. have you ever beat the game and then go back and just watch straight cutscenes for yep. the whole show and the whole thing I've on done YouTube? that for multiple games. Yeah, it's awesome, dude. I love it. Uh, I did it. Uh, was it? The one major one that stuck out for me was the Halo 4 cutscenes because they were so many and so long and they were good. Even though I stopped playing Halo, I play. I watched a lot of their the story. As but much yeah, as that's, I could. that's so one I of the two. one of the standout games I've gone back and watched cutscenes for. But anyways, what were you saying? Go ahead. Characters, you're talking about which characters yeah. we liked. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so all right, so Chelab, great. Uh, what do you guys think of Cal Brimbor? He is. Way he's more, power hungry. Yeah, he's really power hungry 
in this one, and he still got that dick status, like concentrate on the mission. Nothing he's an, else. He's mattered. an asshole. Coming yeah. from the guys. That, okay, so Dom and I have only we're less than fifty percent complete. Trevor's ninety seven percent complete. So as far as I'm at, I'm not going to give spoilers. Yeah. I just I just think he's an asshole. He is. He's he pal- is. He's the uh he's that guy who's like no stick to the mission. Nothing else matters. They die. It doesn't fucking matter. And then um. Italian's like, no, I must uphold my oath. Like these are people of Gondor. Like these people matter. See Even, what I mean? Yeah, he's an asshole. He's he's a fucking asshole. Yeah, and it's just like, dude, shut up at times. Or even like when you're uh, running around collecting the like artifacts, because after every like artifact you create, uh, get, or the um, Shelob like timeline you get, they have a little conversation about it. And like the one that stuck out to me is like you uh. Collected a Gondor artifact, and it was a some sort of the uh, nu- uh, Numen- Numerian? Numenorian? Numen- Numenorian artifact. And the dude's like, this is, uh, Cal Brimbor's like, this is actually a decently crafted piece. And then Talion's just like, wow, I think that's the closest you've ever came from complimenting someone else's work. No, straight up, straight <laughs> up, he's like, it has fine craftsmanship for a human. Uh, yeah, that or, or no. for man. Yeah, like. that's actually yeah, you're right. That's what it was. And I'm just like, God, this like just the interactions, small little interactions there even still talking about characters, some of the like the vo- the uh dialogue like just running around, you see the orcs here and like the conversations they're having are just like they fleshed out this world really well. You can tell though, straight from the onset that Calibrimbor and Shalab have history. They oh, be- yeah. Just just a side note real quick to the developers of this game. They put their, not only their homework, but they put some hard work into this. This game oh. is very, very polished. It is, Yeah, it's very polished. It plays smoothly. The, the world is so full. It plays smoothly. The The transition between maps, the the depth of weapons, the, the, the armor, the fact that you have so much versatility and so much choice and everything, and it, it's awesome. I hey. would, you know, there's only one thing that I felt was lacking. Just one. What was that? And I was wishing that there was, because you can use a bow or a hammer yeah. for your ranged weapon, but you only get a sword for your regular melee stuff. Good point. Stuff. I was hoping for an axe. I kind of I kind of just wish there was one one other melee weapon, because well, your stealth, your dagger doesn't really matter. Unless well, the dagger just, it goes skins from either the broken sword to an actual yeah, dagger. Yeah, and if there was a way to use that as a melee weapon as well. Hey, DLC, guys. DLC's not going to add weapons. That's like You don't know that? No, but the, you'd have to add... The skills are all based off of the weapons and things like that. Like you'd have to add something totally different. You never know. You never. Know. I won't. I won't get my hopes up, but I would be extraordinarily surprised and happy about it. But I'm with you. I was expecting some axes. I was expecting some, some, uh, some clubs with nails. Like in the beginning, you know, like little anything, anything really. Yeah, it'd be cool if you could use because you get a fucking uh, uh, spear. If you, you, but you have to charge, and it's not something that you'd use all the time. Are you cool. kidding me? I hardly use it. Going to, okay, one of the skills lets you charge it, and then after charge, you Let's can swing repeat, it a bunch. You yeah. can repeatedly swing it, and it just, I shit on a captain using that weapon. It was fucking great. Because I was just like, there was a bunch of people around me, and I was just mowing them all down like I was a goddamn lawnmower. You know, you know what you should do? Get the skill that when you jump off of a building and aim, it's you know it slows down time, but also get the one that makes it deplete less of your focus. I get, bird I of prey. It. It's the second tier bird of prey. Yeah, second I, tier bird of prey. Yep, and just I got it. you can just literally the whole time, all the way almost until you hit the ground. Most times you can just load, just unleash. It's your, actually it, a lot slower too. Your entire quiver. It's it's awesome. a lot slower. It's a significantly slower. It's I good. got it. I, I I have it activated, but I I just don't use that. Dude, you can you can you can wreck a captain to half health, you know, before even meeting him. 
just so by falling down and shooting them. Another head. nod to the developers here in the skill system and the customization of those skills allows so many different types of way to play the same game. And that's another takeaway from this game I really like. All right, guys. Uh, we're about running out of time here. So let's go around. And I actually want to do a new segment that we haven't done before. And I think we're going to try and see how it works on future episodes and this one. We'll start with this one. It's basically we're going to end every segment when you talk about a game, for example, Battlefront and, and, and Shadow of War. We're going to call it, do you like it, would you buy it, and how much? All right? Okay. Okay. So I like where How going. much would you pay for it, basically? So with this one, before we get to that, if you want to plug in a last final thought on Shadow of War, Trevor, if you want to start off, what what for you, be a, as a completion, you've already done it, you've already finished it for the most part. No spoilers, but what do you take from the game? I think, honestly, the f- my favorite thing about the game is the entire time, no matter what you're doing, like, until you get to the very end, and even, even afterwards, but there's always something to do that keeps you immersed. You're, you know, in just even running around the world, not even trying to do missions if you want, is a blast. Because you the random stuff happens the whole time. You can just go right a fort, and, like, f- three or four captains will start showing up, and then if they have relations with other captains, they'll come in, too, and you can just wreak havoc, and it's... It's never dull, I think. It's always fun, and uh, it has just the right amount of challenge. You know, like, if you guys have gotten the ability for uh, instantly killing grunts if you perfect counter them, yeah, do that for days, man. You can sit in front of a group of 20 of them and just take them all out one by one. It's it's fun. All right, so do you like it? I love it. Would you buy it? I already did, and I would. And how much would you pay for it? As of right now, I'd, I'd stick with full price, the, re- the regular fifty nine ninety nine. All right. All right, Dom. What is your favorite or non-favorite, your biggest thing about this game? The world. It's flushed out. Just in general, the game's so well done. It's that much. It, that's what it is for me. It's a well-done game. All right. Do you like it? Would you buy it? And how much would you pay? Well, obviously, I like it. And I've already bought it, so I'm screwed there. But yes, like if I didn't like this game, I wouldn't have bought it. Or would say I wish I wouldn't have bought it. But yes, I'm glad I bought it. I would buy it. How much would I pay? It's a full-price game. Fantastic. I feel the same way. I think the game is beautifully done. Have a ton of fun. I'm excited to be I'm excited to be able to play it for as long as I'm gonna be able to play it. And to have a game to go to consistency along with, you know, other single player games coming out. But this is probably until I get tired of it, it's gonna be my main single player game that I play when I'm when we're not playing together or playing any kind of PvP type, you know, game. It's an awesome game. I loved it. I would also buy it at full price, hands down. I'm gonna raid your fortress one of these days, Cody. Can you do do it, man? I'm gonna do it. It's gonna go down quick. I'll let you guys keep killing the dudes that I get killed by, cause there'll be plenty. Yeah, I'll take them all. Bring it on! <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that's gonna do it for all of us here at the Gamer Radio. It's been a fun episode. Shadow of War was really awesome. Battlefront two for me, nah. Solid two and a half out of five for me. We're uh, glad to have you here. We got a collab episode coming up soon. I think it's going to be uh, in the next couple of weeks we'll probably do uh, release the episode where we uh, chat with all of our bros at Keep On Tolkien. We'll talk about Shadow of War and it, it'll probably give us time like Dom and I to finish the game. Maybe we can get a more of a grasp on it and get on Trevor's level as far as completion. And then uh, we'll do a collab episode and talk to them about Tolkien lore and how it ties into the game, how it doesn't, and what we took from it all. But I'm excited for that. Yeah, it's going to be awesome, man. Super, super stoked. But yeah, that's it. Don't forget to check us out on wherever you get all your favorite podcasts. And peace. Adios.